Hello and welcome to all the Dirty 30s out there. It is episode 29 of Beer 30. I'm your host, Luke McDermott. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Drew Grill. And today we are again joined by Nick Whitaker. In the words of Michael Jordan, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who else? Wait, it was Luca Garza did that too, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but are you a fucking auctioneer, Luke? What the fuck was that? Yeah, I'm just trying to get yeah. it. This podcast is called Beer 30, people. I'm trying to get it as fast <laughs> as I possibly can without taking a breath. All right. Hopefully, we'll be sponsored by somebody so I can add the sponsor in in the intro. I mean, we've been sponsored by a few. What was the? Uh, it was the Cleveland <laughs> Steamers. Yeah, and uh, uh, Miss Heather's coochie molds. That was. <laughs> I did sing I the did, jingle, but I, I cut it out because it was. It did not sound good. <laughs> I had I had another sponsor reach out recently, actually. They're oh. just getting us an ad read together. Oh, okay. For episode 30. Episode 30 we'll have. Yep. Perfect. We have the an big ad read. 30. The big 30. Yeah. We might have something special planned for the 30. Well, we'll see what happens here. Because uh, we know we said we were going to do two episodes this week, but we lied. Because uh, Nick told us that he's coming into town. So we're like, all right, fuck it. We're just going to do the one episode. And then, so th- today we're going to talk about one. We're also lazy. Well, that's the part of it. Yeah, part of it. Uh, WandaVision episode three, and then we got a cult to talk about, or some witches, or something. Something. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> we talked about it. They just bumped heads oh. trying to both lean into the mic. Yeah, we're going to talk about Scarlet Witch, and then we'll talk about some real witches. Right? Oh, you ruined my. You totally ruined my segue, Nick. <laughs> okay, so spoiler free. Wait, did we crack him? the thing you were making fun of me for being an auctioneer okay so episode three elizabeth olsen continues to astound me in her acting skills and like i knew she was good before but like obviously we've only seen her in a serious role like she is nailing the idiosyncrasies of these time frame like roles how like she was super housewifey in the uh, black and white. And now she's like, there are times where Wanda, like like I said last episode, breaks character um, and like really shines through. But then she like snaps back to that housewife, like trying to keep up the personality and all that stuff. And I just think Elizabeth Olsen is fucking nailing it. Yeah, I didn't really know that she was a good actor before this because – what is like? What else was she in before Avengers: Age of Ultron? That's a great question. No clue. All I couldn't tell you. All I know is that R.I.P. to both of her sisters. Like that's that's yeah. gotta hurt, dude. That's gotta hurt so bad. Like she is showing the fuck up out of her sisters. <laughs> like I thought you meant they actually died, and I'm like, when did that happen? <laughs> no, I mean, no one would care at this point. <laughs> Full House was forever ago. Outside the family, sorry. <laughs> sorry, people would care for like a few days. Oh no, I love that show. Oh what yeah, I remember Full House. <laughs> Whatever her catchphrase was that she stuck her thumb up. <coughs> yeah, man. You got it, dude. You got it. <laughs> yeah, man. What a catchphrase <laughs> that would have been. <laughs> Same sentiment, right? <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Um, 
I, lo- I also like that she just like completely abandoned her accent now. <laughs> she's just kind of American because she's <coughs> that is true. I wouldn't want to do that accent. I appreciate it because it's like she's not bouncing back and forth anymore. She's like, fuck it, I'm done with that shit. Like she sang in it though, but it was also her native tongue, so you go back to it, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that all you guys had like yeah, to say about that? Okay. I mean. <laughs> okay. And then another thing is the um the sound cues in this and the soundtrack, like the laugh track and stuff like that, is not your average uh like show. It it adds laugh tracks in to places where like laughing really shouldn't be that eases the tension for some moments, but then there's some audio cues that are like so apparent and i'll get into that later but i thought that like the audio in this was insane it proved to me that friends is not actually funny have you ever oh. seen the thing where they if take the watch- laugh track out of this is double i laugh at times with the laugh track at very inappropriate moments but it is like it just does it so i laughed that's really all i pick up on that i laughed so the first time i've watched it twice again so the first time I watched it, I laughed with a laugh track at inappropriate times. And then the second time I watched it, I laughed at the laugh track being at an inappropriate time. Yeah, I like caught myself multiple times during this episode, like laughing. I'm like, that's not really that funny. Why am I laughing? <laughs> I think it, I mean, it's both. I like, you're laughing because obviously it's an inappropriate time to laugh. Because I feel like I laugh, you know, half a second after the laugh track starts. So it's part that and part like, you know fucking herd mentality yeah <laughs> me just being brainwashed okay so we're gonna go through uh spoilers now and i'm just gonna jump through uh like kind of a quick recap of the episode so i mean it's kind of weirdness right off the bat she's like way more pregnant than she was in the end of the last episode and vision goes right off the bat says it's only been like 12 hours which I want to call bullshit on when he's like, well, then you should be doing three days. They he said do. the same thing. Because if he's six, if she's six months months pregnant in 12 hours, oh why would that make sense that three days from now she's going to have her baby? Like, he is a terrible computer. Oh, my she's, God. She's Thank six you. months pregnant in 16 hours. It, and like he's like three days. Max. Yeah, three and a half days from now. Because it's the morning still. Yeah. You're going to give birth. It's What is, like... No, it's tonight, bro. <laughs> like none of us even like I feel like none of us actually has had to sit there and do the math or like that doesn't make any sense at all. But you could just argue that he's frazzled cuz he's having I don't know. It's it's 3 hours for 2 months basically. Yeah. Until that last until from 4 to 6, then it's 4 hours. But bing bada boom. So yeah, at most you got fucking 5 hours, bud. Yeah. Unless he thinks humans like carry their babies for 2 years before having them. That's actually not a bad point. No, later he says you're nine months early. Well, I guess he also knows everything. But well, Later he explicitly says that when she's about to give birth and he goes to get the doctor, he says you're about nine months early. So right, Take it back. Bad point. Okay. So right off the bat, weirdness. She's like super pregnant. And then uh, the doctor's sexist. Just by like, we like to relate babies in terms of fruit. It's easier for them to comprehend, and and then and then Wanda and Vision look at each other like, "What the fuck?" 
but uh the scene okay but then one or vision goes outside to say goodbye to the doctor right and then sees herb and herb's like cutting his bushes and then at the beginning when he's saying goodbye to the doctor Kurt, herb's cutting his bushes and then once the doctor leaves herb is cutting through a brick wall and like with like a with really something that could not cut through a brick wall oh not at all but yeah, it's, it's like a sawzall or yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like a hedge trimmer. I mean, if you used a hedge trimmer, it would not cut through a fucking brick wall. And that's like, those are like uh, cinder blocks, too. They're supposed yeah. to be cinder blocks. It's it's actually just a cardboard set. Because it's, like, he's got this, like, really weird trans on his face. And, like, when he's doing it, he's got this, like, really, like, crazy oh, yeah. look while he's cutting it. And then Vi- Vision says something, and he's like, Oh, you're right. And then he like keeps cutting into it. And I think it's just like kind of to show you that like it is a cardboard set and like the characters are kind of like pretty well aware of it because it's pretty clear that like the backdrops are now just like oh, yeah. sheets of paper. Sheets of paper. Yeah. They're not like in the black and white there's actual like neighborhood like they had like a whole set where it was like physical like you walk down the street but now it's just like wanda and vision's house is like in a closed set with pieces of paper on either side of it so i i don't know i thought it was i mean i probably am reading like way too much into this did they transition at the end to the 80s so i don't know if that was a transition when they went widescreen or if it was just oh yeah no that's transitioning into like uh no, because it went no, because '80s is not widescreen. Okay, yeah, widescreen no, was wasn't until like the mid 2000s. That was just yeah. transitioning into Monica leaving. Yes, okay, well, it was like transitioning into uh, like now, so you know it's like today. Yeah, yeah. present. Yeah. Er, yeah. not the TV show. Yeah. Okay, but basically, uh, Vision's outside talking to Herb. Herb's cutting through the wall, and then Vision just is like, ah, whatever, and just walks back inside. Doesn't really think much of it. Goes back inside. And then uh, Wanda has uh, – oh, they start talking. They, they paint the room, build the, the cradle and all that stuff, and then they go downstairs, and Wanda has a contraction uh, while she's in the kitchen. And then she has a second one, and she's, like, confused about what's happening. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, the power goes out, and he thinks it happened to the whole neighborhood. And Wanda's like, do you think people knew it was us? She's like, everybody's been catching on to us. And then Vision goes on this whole spiel. He's like, yeah, you're right. And it's not just this. It was, uh, he kind of points out the other weird things that have been happening. And then all of a sudden, as if like, uh, your, um, it's a glitch in the matrix. VCR skipped, right? Like you, like you have a, or your, your like DVD skipped. It yeah. jumps back to before Vision says anything about um, this being weird, and I missed that. And it's all like, and then he's like, uh, "It's basically like just uh, we're excited about the baby, but we're anxious it's and just like all this, yeah, territory. yeah, something like that." But he just explained like, "Yeah, no, this shit's really weird." And you're right, but then I don't know if she remembers that at all. What? Well, like, it's, it's it just skips back. So in my mind, it was like similar to that the moment where she goes no and it rewinds. She's looking at Vision. Vision tells her something's not right, 
And then she's like, did you? And it like skips back. Did any one of you look into the beekeeper thing? What was with the bee? I didn't look into it. Okay. But we my, don't gotta, okay. yeah, that was sidetracked. I, but I even, totally meant to look into that. Didn't even look into who played it. But my first thought, it looked like, um, uh, you remember the Incredible Hulk? You guys like where they had the abomination, Tim Roth. You remember the guy that gets uh, Bruce Banner's blood and like a cut in his head? Yeah, the leader, like the guy. That's the guy that's supposed to, be the to play the leader. It looked like him when I first saw it, and I was like, "Please, that'd be wild." Well, isn't that Tim Blake Nelson? I I don't know his yeah. name, but I saw that and like it's not him because Kevin Feige has explicitly said that leader is still out there and Abomination is still out there, and we're gonna see Abomination, so. I think that we're going to see Leader again, which Leader is a crazy villain. But that's like neither here nor there. I just thought it was the same actor that played the beekeeper because like I couldn't see very well, but I didn't look into it. Yeah, it, yeah. But um, I didn't look into it at all either. And then I just I was listening to another podcast that I won't name drop here, and that one of the hosts she's not really big into comic books. She's like, oh, now they had to throw in like some super villain that's the beekeeper, and I'm like. There's one called the Swarm. I think it's just a swarm of bees. I think it's a swarm of bees. Oh, I mean, I, I could totally see Marvel having a villain, the Beekeeper, and just like a random one, but he's fun, you know. He uh, six these these bees on you. (laughs) I don't think it would be the one in. Yeah, no, I don't think it would be fighting. You know, a witch. That would be an Ant Man. The beekeeper, and then he's got to fight bees while he's little because he gets stuck little. The beekeeper gets him stuck little, so he's got to fight these giant bees. That'd be cool. Stab him with their stingers. But then he uses their stingers against them, and he's like grabs their stingers and like swings them around. I heard that actually Ant Man can control any insect, not just bugs. I actually think that you might. So that he, right. so that's when he figures this out. He just thinks it's ants. This is a. And then he this is a, this is a total too. movie. Oh my god! Then he controls Spider Man. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then this whole movie is him finally learning that he can control all of them. And then he turns the beekeeper's bees against him. Hey Feige, if you want to give us some money, we can write Ant Man four for you. And then eventually, <laughs> it's gonna be way worse than Ant Man three. Everybody's like, "Why are we doing this? This is a random dumb." Movie. We went from Quantum Mania. <laughs> To a dude that figured out he can control all insects. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. All right, no, all right. That's how we bring the leader back in. The leader controls bees now. But then he's got to fight the Hulk after. Well, the leader's going to fight She-Hulk because we got to prove how strong she is. All right. Shit on my dreams. <laughs> no, that's I, how we bring in Adam I actually Warlock. Can't wait Adam for Warlock She-Hulk. controls the bees. Uh, he's supposed to be in Thunder uh, or Love and Thunder, I think. Fucking better be. Uh, uh, shout out Karen Gill- Gillen. She's also going to be in uh, Love and Thunder. Shaved her head again. Oh, awesome. Um, so I think there's going to be, a, I think Drax is also in it. I think there's going to be a lot of Guardians in it. So I think it's going to be like, I'm looking, I'm more looking forward to this than I was now that we have Gore the God Butcher. I want to read those comics at some point, the God Butcher. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, so sidetracked. But um we made a movie in our sidetracking. We really did. <laughs> we really did. We're and Drew are writers now, so we can write it. <laughs> oh. Shameless plug for the blog. Okay. So 
Uh, right after Wanda does like says all this, like people are acting weird, and she does that skip back in time. Um, they stand up and like they start talking, and her water breaks, and then like the whole room starts pouring. <laughs> was that before or after she like decorated the nursery? After? It was after oh. because it cuts to commercial right now. It cuts back to the one like weird, creepy commercials where it's uh, it's that one girl and that one guy, um, and then at the end, this one, this one was like, uh, it starts with like a mom, uh, that's basically just being pestered by her kids a shit ton, and then, it's and then like, she takes a bath. Yeah, and then she takes a <laughs> bath with hydra soak, and like, I mean, they're getting like obviously less like under the table like it's really about obvious it, like yeah hydra soak like it was very yeah. very obvious this one said in the last the quote is find the goddess within so i think i think the quotes now are i don't know if i have them i'll find them again but yeah very big clues find the goddess within. i love it yeah and they're really and I, they're very timely as well as long like yeah um after that, they come back and, uh, like the rain is still pouring their apartment. It finally, or their house, it finally stops. And then she opens the door and like hyper blows everything. <laughs> That's the worst way I could wind. have possibly said she that. She creates wind. She creates the wind from Wonder Woman 1984. All right, perfect. <laughs> she made a wish and. You guys didn't know that's how Scarlet Witch works. She just makes wishes. Yeah, and that's how she got her babies, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> that's actually whoa. That's a little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are we getting a crossover? Yeah. Is one is WandaVision just Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four? Wait, what time did this? What time period is this? TV? Is this the eighties? Is this the eighties? <laughs> okay. Watch, watch the next episode in the eighties. Just be a total troll. Like they're like. No, no, no. We're going to totally, like... Scrub gonna, it. Fuck yeah. with them. Fuck with yeah. them. <laughs> Scrub that episode. Fuck with DC. <laughs> Completely no visual effects whatsoever. It's just, like, terrible, like, background. Just Wanda running in front of an obvious green screen. <laughs> Causing issues in the Middle East. Okay. So, um, the water breaks, and then Vision leaves to go get the doctor, and he, like, sprints. Drew makes a great point here. If you're going to sprint, he's like, I better use my legs to get there quicker. He can definitely fly faster than he can run. You're already doing, like, something obvious. I mean, just do the faster one. And then, two, like, the doctor just never brings it up. Well, he does. I mean, this is But a little, he's yeah. not. Oh, I guess he does. In weirded the, yeah. out by it at all. But yeah. we'll get to and that. And also, this is a very small town. It took him way too long to get on the other side of town for as fast as he was going. This, I mean, this is a population. She said that he could run at the speed of sound. I mean, this is a population of four or five hundred people town tops. She said that he could run at the speed of sound. He could have gotten there so much you, quicker. You could have got across all of Des Moines at the longest angle way quicker than that. Oh, absolutely. It kind of looked like, did you guys ever watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. The Wizard and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I don't like, think I saw that much. I Okay. I think I like stopped right around that time, but it was very it's bad. It's a dude that like, likes to pee on people, CGI. Drew. Yeah, the, the the wizard. Oh no, the wizard. He's <laughs> he's essentially like the Flash, except probably not as fast. 
played by R. Kelly. Well, Quicksilver's <laughs> is is he faster than? Qu- <laughs> I like I got that. After. He was played by a notable actor. Like if you look him up, you'd recognize him. He kind of like plays a nerd in a lot of things. Yikes! Okay, googling so. the wizard now. Oh, great. So, uh, but I would just said that to say like the CGI looks kind of bad there, but it probably it was supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. No, R. Kelly just came up. That's it. <laughs> Okay, so Geraldine comes over, which is Monica Rambeau, and Geraldine's like, I need a bucket, because apparently Monica, like, or not Monica, uh, Wanda burst the pipes in everybody's uh, houses, not just her own, um, and then just a bunch of shit ensues, and Wanda begins to have, like, uh, go into labor. That's the words I'm looking for. By a bunch of shit, he means that a stork comes to life off the wall, and she's trying to distract Geraldine from seeing it. The stork comes to life off the wall before Geraldine even walks in, but then Geraldine rings the door like when Wanda's going to deal with the stork, and then she's like, I need a bucket, and then Wanda goes in to the kitchen and changes her jacket three times, and then she's sitting there listening to Geraldine like gossip about this whole story just to ask if Wanda has office supplies. And then the whole time that she's telling the story, like Nick just said, Gerald, the Wanda's trying to like distract Geraldine from the stork that's walking around. But I think here's a, an important thing to mention: Wanda is trying to snap, like, uh, use her powers to get rid of the the stork. Um, she tries to use her powers twice to get rid of the stork, and it doesn't work. Three times. Once and yeah, three times. But okay. either way, it doesn't matter. Either way. That doesn't matter. I don't know why I correct. Doesn't work that. either way. I really don't. And um We are all about accuracy on this podcast. <laughs> then uh then Vision comes back with the doctor after their son is born. Um and it's named Tommy and right when the son is born all the weird shit stops happening so once she goes into labor painting starts spinning vacuum starts using itself and then blah 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 my theory very like Tommy's caused all this shit everything that Wanda is unaware of her causing Tommy caused it the butterflies turning into real butterflies all the shit that was happening in the kitchen uh the rain that was happening anything that Wanda was unaware of causing. There's two theories. It could have been caused by her labor, just like her hormonal swings and her powers dipping with it, or Tommy doing it because it literally stops as Tommy is given birth to, and then Billy, none of the powers happen when Billy's birth is going on. Uh, and she does say he's strong, but is he real? I guess it is in a simulation, so if he is also a simulation, he can Well, his vision, he's it. as real as vision is, I would say. Okay. I like it. I do like the theory. Sorry. Vision has super speed in this. So, vision has his quote-unquote powers, right? So, like, he, I would say he's as real as vision is. Uh, if, if Tommy were a real person, he could have those powers. But that was just my theory because, like, oh. once once she gave no, birth makes... to him, they just stopped. Everything stopped. Well, I think that if <clears throat> these are – or if it's going off the comics at all, she had, like, kids Wiccan and Speed. And I think Wiccan kind of had her powers. Yep. And Speed was more like Pietro. Quick, yep. Like Quicksilver's powers, which 
I did like that they finally it, like talked about the fact that she had a brother that was killed because I feel like that has never been brought up since Age of Ultron. Have you? I don't know if this is like the same like comics line, but there's all I don't know if it was Wiccan and Speed, but there's also like Wanda had kids that she created, and then whenever she left the room, they would disappear because she they were in her imagination. So like, is that gonna be like these kids? They're just gonna disappear every time that she leaves the room. Okay, so I didn't know about that one. So I I've heard about the one where, um, she created them through like the devil's power. And then it's like basically the devil. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and then the devil comes and like reclaims them and absorbs them. And then Wanda becomes so angry and distraught over this that she like breaks and like cracks reality and creates like her kids. Does that not make them the Antichrist? Is that my wrong on that that's like literally the opposite of jesus just i mean it is the same as jesus i mean just made by the devil no yeah no you're right originally like the in the in the storyline they're originally the antichrist but then she creates them with her own power we're getting wild i don't think i don't know if that's what's going to happen here i'm just saying like in the house of m i'd be down for it like yeah but um i keep going we got we're still getting off track here after they give birth to both the kids, uh, Vision walks the doctor out, and the doctor go- was supposed to be going on vacation. The doctor goes, I don't think we'll get away after all. You know, small towns, they're hard to escape. And, I mean, it's just pretty obvious. And then after they after he says that, he walks away, and Catherine Hahn, I can't remember her name, Agnes. Um, uh, Super hot name. Agnes and uh, Herb are gossiping about Geraldine, Monica Rambeau. Uh, and they're like, she doesn't belong here. She doesn't have a home. And then it kind of cuts to Elizabeth Olsen and Monica Rambeau. But before uh, it, I'll just go through what like what happens with Vision first. So Vision's outside. He He's like, hey, what's going on? And then they start gossiping about Monica and then Herb's like, she doesn't belong here. She doesn't have a home. And he goes, she came here because we're all, we're all. And then Agnes, like, stops him. And then they both kind of, like, snap out of it, but not really. Like, they're clearly hiding something from Vision. And then um, Agnes leaves. Herb goes Herb goes inside. I was going to say Herb. because <laughs> Herb is such a weird name. Herbs and spices. But, uh. He goes inside, so then Vision goes inside to find, uh, to talk to like Geraldine and Wanda. But we're gonna cut back. Before that, Geraldine's inside talking about how Wanda's such a strong woman, giving birth to twins, and then that's when Wanda talks about Pietro, and sh- and then, and then when she does that, Wanda sings a song like a Sokovian lullaby, I'm assuming, uh, to a, uh, her twins. And then Monica, like, snaps out of, like, whatever trance she's in. She's like, Pietro died to Ultron, right? And then Wanda's like, what did you just say? And then that's when it, like, cuts to Vision. But then it cuts back to Wanda. And Monica's like, oh, you're such a strong woman. Do I have to say it again? And then she sits down, like, trying to play it off. And then Wanda's like, what would you say about Pietro? And then she stands up. She's like, nothing. And then Wanda's like, who are you? 
And then she looks at her necklace, and one, uh, Monica's got a sword necklace on. She's like, what's that necklace? What is this? Who are you? And she's like pestering her, pestering her, pestering her. And then that's when it cuts to Vision walking into the house. And uh, Wanda's standing over her children with a super ominous uh, audio track in the background. and Super ominous look in her eye. And Vision's like... Where's Geraldine? She's like, oh, she left, honey. It's okay now, or something like that. And then it's like super ominous look in her eye, vision standing behind her. The screen goes from three to four. It like slowly fades three, uh, three by four to 16 by nine. And then you see, uh, what's it called? Westview. You see this like old tattered sign for Westview. And then you kind of see this like weird uh, shimmer. That's a great uh, word to describe it. A weird shimmer. And then you see this like bulge on that shimmer. And then it looks like something's trying to tear out of it. And then you see Monica Rambo fly or Geraldine fly out of it in her like 70s attire and land on the ground. And I don't know what song was playing. But then. Cheer up, Sleepy Jean. Cheer up, Sleepy Jean. A bunch of sword agents come and like swarm her and like point guns at her because they're like not really sure what happens and then you see that there's this like bubble it's kind of a bubble reality that's around that's got this shimmer that uh, people are obviously monitoring so okay i'm just gonna state my theory on this real quick i think we said last time she's creating her own bubble reality or like somebody is well, I believe it's Wanda. I believe she put herself in this after Vision died and after the whole situation with Endgame. And she put herself in there. But now the devil or Mephisto is, like, using her because she's vulnerable to, like, try to manipulate her for his own gain. And that's that's what I'm going to leave it at. So I think I think it's like what you're saying. But I think she started with, like, a small, like, just trying to create, like, a pocket reality, right? Where vision could exist and she could like talk to him and then the devil saw that she was doing this he's like i'm gonna use her abilities and then he started like pushing her to create a bigger and bigger and bigger and then it becomes this whole bubble reality that we see now so it's basically what you say but like i think she started smaller herself and the devil pushed her to go bigger i've heard the theory that um catherine hahn's character is like I can't remember her name in the comics, but Agatha Harkness, and like her name kind of lines up with that. Agnes. Yeah, and then I don't know. Did you guys say this on the last one where it's like her husband, because we've never seen him, is probably Mephisto? I think we said that. We theorized that, right? Yeah, I mean, both times I've watched it right before, or yeah, right before the pod. So I kind of don't really remember what I said because I, I think looked we into it. That. If not, I watched a video on that that said it, and I, I'm, I. Either way, <coughs> Wanda's a villain. If it's maybe it's not by her own accord. She's a threat right now. A threat. I won't say villain. That's a that's a better term. You're right. You're right. Well, I mean, according to the Soviet court, she's. Soviet, wait, what? What is it called again? The Soviet, the Sokovia Accord. I couldn't think of Sokovia. Sokovia Accord. She's always a threat. 
Uh, she's actually she did t- blow some people up. Though. She's uh, technically a fugitive, right? Well, I mean, after Endgame. War criminal, I believe, is who, the term. Who knows? After I mean, Endgame. Yeah, I can't imagine that after half the people in existence. See, that's the real reason I'm a cap fan. Anyone even cares. They probably still wouldn't get stimulus checks. That's the real reason I'm a cap fan. <laughs> you, you don't d- even get stimulus checks. Dude, Captain America would have been storming the Capitol with all those patriots. What are you even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine? It'd it get bad. It'd get bad. I think he would have just walked through it. Captain America would definitely be Blue Lives Matter. I don't. I, I think Is Captain America a clan member. All right. <laughs> I think. I mean, it lines up. I think Civil War proves that he's against that. Well, I mean, Civil War. You got to wonder what side he's on. You know, if he was. Okay. I'm not even going to get into He's this He's flying those stars and bars, we all know. All right, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, so I'm interested to see where they go from here with the rest of the uh, season. When Okay, so when in Endgame, when Captain America went back Great. and he grew old again, yeah. he actually lived his life as David Duke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So who caused more unnecessary deaths? <laughs> Tony Stark and his family or David Duke? <laughs> okay, this is so fucked up. I, I don't know if we can keep that in, but we might. No, we'll probably keep it in. But I don't have anything else to say about WandaVision. I'm super hyped to see where this is going. I said this to Drew earlier, but this is going to be the longest, like, uh, single um, uh, experience. Like, so, like, WandaVision, if you, uh, from all nine episodes, it's going to be, like, the longest, like, one chunk. I was going to say that to you. I think they're all going to be like this. I think that's why they're making them series is they're just way too long. Well, I mean, this is going to be, this, what I'm saying is, like, these TV shows are going to almost be more important than movies now. Because they have so much more information happening yeah. inside the TV show than they have happening in a movie, like oh okay, they can, yeah, they can span like a longer time frame. So like, the Age of Ultron was really like the day and a half of Ultron, but like with a TV show, they can do like weeks. Yeah, and here's my thing. I said this to Drew, but I don't know if this was on any uh, podcast that we actually released. This was like one of the things I was low key worried about with them releasing stuff on Disney Plus is WandaVision is now a huge part of the MCU. And in my mind it is. I guess no, it it's only be. three episodes in. Maybe it doesn't maybe it won't play in a crazy part, but um if you don't see WandaVision, you're not gonna understand Doctor Strange too probably. And that is was one of the things about the MCU that was so nice is like you can just go to the movies, you can see all the movies and you'll like really understand it. You don't really have to watch any TV shows. Or, you know, like even if you missed a movie here and there, you could still pretty much understand what's going on unless it was like an Avengers movie. But like if you don't see WandaVision and Wanda ends up becoming like the villain of Doctor Strange 2 and you watch that, you're going to be like, "Wait, what the fuck? Just, what?" 
I have one comment and one comment only, and that's how they get you. Gotta buy Disney Plus. Like that's that's how they get you. I mean, Capitalism most most people probably most people probably have Disney Plus already, but like, and they're probably already they they assume people buy Disney Plus for other things. They'll be able to watch it. Wandavision. I think that uh, they would probably in the long run they'll lose some people but disney plus will outweigh any loss they have i mean i pretty much got disney plus just for the marvel shows and the star wars shows so we'll see star wars that's what i'm saying yeah but there was only one last year like the whole first year that i had it we had the mandalorian season oh, one yeah. and i didn't watch almost anything else on that uh, platform I, I paid for it for a whole year and literally basically watched the mandalorian and from time to time I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch Aladdin or whatever. They got you for a full yeah. year without any MCU stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, no, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, 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 yeah, okay. I'm with you, Touché. but like, I've said this. I've said this before. They are. I mean, Marvel understands if they got us by now after Endgame, like we're in. They got us. So like, we're gonna buy Disney Plus and we're gonna watch WandaVision. We're not gonna miss anything at all. And if I mean, if some people get lost, then they just aren't really fans of the movies, which wouldn't even really make sense. Like, if you loved Endgame, which everyone loved Endgame, it's the top grossing movie of all time. You're in, like, you're already well into it. There's no way you're gonna miss Wandavision for before Doctor Strange two. Even if you don't have Disney Plus, you will find a way. Well, my dad, my dad will miss Wandavision before Doctor Strange two. Yeah, but if you're a casual fan, like. You could watch a YouTube video or something to catch it up. Well, see, my so my dad, like my dad. Okay, I'm not like my dad. My dad watches The Mandalorian, but like he might watch WandaVision. He, I, I'd be surprised if he watches it. But if Doctor Strange two comes out in theaters and he sees that, he's definitely gonna watch that. He he loves. He'll he'll go see Marvel movies, but unless I tell him about Marvel TV shows, he won't see it. Not the demographic. I feel like they're going for. I know, I, yeah, but I, I, that's fair. Yeah. But like, usually, like it's like young parents with young kids, or like people like us that just want to watch yeah. Star Wars and Marvel stuff. It's nineteen to thirty-four, pretty much. I'm actually, I would actually. I'm just saying that because that is an age range that they look at, and then it's nineteen. Like, what, yeah, no, ni- to nineteen. 50, I was gonna say younger ages. I'd argue that younger ages aren't even into this like Star Wars stuff because or Star Wars superhero stuff because they haven't marketed to them. I don't I'm too know. busy on TikTok. <laughs> TikTok's like the worst Boomer thing. Nick. TikTok's uh, like the worst thing to happen to our society. I don't know. There's uh, oof, there's some good ones, uh, but no. I recently had to watch a show with a five year old child that was. Uh, like a superhero kids to. show, like a superhero. Oh, you had to watch. It's, what's it called? Drew, you just it's wanted like to watch ben a show Danger or Henry could... Danger. Henry Danger. Drew just wanted to watch a show he could comprehend. <laughs> and he's All right, that's a, that's a solid joke. I'll give you that. You get one an episode. <laughs> it's no, 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 no. It's like a horrible, like he's Henry Eleven. I don't know how to describe it. Just look up Henry Danger. It's really weird. But it's a superhero-like kids show. And it's live action. So they're definitely getting marketed to. It's live getting, action? Getting the, yeah. 
getting them prepared. I was imagining like Dora no, animation. No, it's shit. live action. And it's really weird because there's a guy who plays a villain that is he's like big baby. It's not big baby, but it's something like that. Jesus Christ. And it's a full grown man. Because it's supposed to be like all these kids are growing up or whatever, and the villain is a full grown man dressed as a baby, acting like a baby. All right. Well, speaking of creepy well, things, comedy. I think we should get into our witch's coven. Are we gonna do rounds? I don't have any rounds or bounces. You guys have rounds or bounces? I have a round. I've, uh, yeah, I got a round. The entire internet, because the Bernie, <laughs> the Bernie, the Bernie meme. We're we're all just having fun. Everybody's in a good mood. It's like, it's probably the most fun I've had on the internet in a long time. I'm I'm the happy. Fresh Prince one. I almost fucking died. I was in my cubicle now. I'm buying around crying because I don't have to doom scroll. I don't feel like I'm <laughs> looking through the on my Twitter. Just like great, what horrible thing am I about to see next? Have you guys seen the My Neighbor Totoro one? I don't think so, no. The Studio Ghibli movie? Yeah. It's like him. Someone animated him sitting in the rain next to, like, Totoro and the girl, and she has, like, her umbrella and all that. Yeah, I saw that one. Oh, my God. I I think I also saw somebody. Dude, I think it was One Punch Man. (laughs) We're just all having a good time. Everybody seems to be in a better mood on the internet the past few days. Uh, Yeah, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> not wrong but it's, All right, this it's is a good the best, time this is the best one I've seen oh no wait I lost it I lost it's it be a live reaction <laughs> great radio it's like all the rapper uh, or like CD cover album covers <laughs> he's Palpatine ah! he's sitting on, on the he's Death Star Palpatine throne. on the Death Star that's <laughs> fucking awesome <laughs> That's it's the all best like, one uh, I've seen. Shout out to Ben Edgar for sending me that. <laughs> was, the so there's shit. like the Fresh Prince one. I saw like a J. Cole. Uh, oh, man. Forest Hills Drive. Is that it? Whatever the album that is. You're but there's, yeah, there's, yeah there, there's a Kid Cudi. <laughs> there's Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon, too. Like, there's so many good ones. It's awesome. All right. But do you have any bounces or rounds, Nick? Yeah, I got a, I got a round. Um, I am going to buy a round for anyone that recommends this podcast to anyone else. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh. Just hit me up on Venmo. I'm not gonna give you my Venmo though. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> it's probably very similar to the Twitter. I'm guessing. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Super complicated. You're never going to figure it out. You'll never figure it out. Just Venmo request around. Venmo at 69. <laughs> Dash Takashi. I came in came in to Venmo early. Oh, I have uh, I had a Guarantee bounce. at 69 was a test account. Seriously. Probably. They use it. This Hell yeah. Recommend it. I had a bounce and then I forgot it. And then Nick made me buy him Miller Lite, so I'm going to bounce Nick for making <laughs> me purchase Miller Lite. Hey, Miller Lite is the original light beer. It's less calories, less carbs than, um, what is that one beer that's very low calories? Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra, thank you. And it tastes better. 
I'm a seltzer boy now. I can't get away from him, man. Yeah, these guys are drinking seltzers the whole even, time. I won't even lie. This guy drinks to be healthy. That's just uh, that's beyond me. I you're talking. To, you're, you like, might as well how, be talking well, a different language, to me, bud. I think it's like 96 calories. Oh, uh, these are only at what 100. I only drink seltzer, and uh, not only, but most of the time, I'm drinking Bushlight and taking bombs at the bar <laughs> i drink seltzer and vodka i'm not even like i like i'll drink a craft beer now and again but like at this point dude truly's got those new tea i drink uh, if i drink like they're good. three I beers like but i might wait summer, you got them uh i've tried them they're at the Damn. bar that i go to the raspberry the raspberry tea one's very good Fuck! anyway <laughs> uh i have a summer drink that is soco lemonade and tea now I could mix in truly tea, so I just get extra fucked. Dude, the raspberry tea, strawberry tea sounds lit. The raspberry tea is really good. I haven't tried the strawberry. That's it for bounces and rounds. Have been drinking for months. Hey, yeah, hey, we're hey, four months. It's summer all year <laughs> round when you're in quarantine. Four, once, like once it gets nice, all right. True. Once there's all a nice sunny hear. day where I can go outside and no, not be no, shivering no, no, cold. No, no. All we gotta do pounds. is bring a bunch of sand into your apartment, and it's summer all year let's round. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it's a, it's a rental. Who cares? <laughs> we'll just fucking break the floor out, man. It doesn't matter. <laughs> do you want me to go with my bounce? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to bounce whoever in my company decided to start. Okay. So we just, a little background. We started, or we just signed a contract with the National VA that we are installing 100 VA sites the next year. And someone decided we we're going to start in the Northeast. So I've been only cold places for the last like four months uh, for work. And it's like we couldn't have started in California or Florida, somewhere a little nicer. Let's play to I the weather. I want to go to Florida right now, but I get what you mean. Yeah, that, uh, what have you been, like, Buffalo or something? I was Worcester, Massachusetts. Then I was... Worcester. Yeah, yeah. Worcester. Worcester, (laughs) as the locals call it. (laughs) Um, Then I was Philly, which... Philly was kind of cool. I had never been to Philly before. And then I was Pittsburgh. And actually, Pittsburgh, nicer city than I expected. Were you there on Mac Miller's birthday? When was Mac Miller? It's just, Probably. it doesn't matter. Was it this week? It, yeah, I just saw that all over your Twitter. He from Pittsburgh? He died on my birthday. Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> Hope I die on your birthday. Okay, here we go. We're back into it. That was, we had some recording issues. I'm going to crack one. I don't know if anyone else can crack one. I have two opened already somehow. So. You boys in the daddy seat now. Technically, I'm always in the daddy seat then, so... <laughs> That's fine. Luke, you're in the bitch seat now. <laughs> it's I, if Drew's always in the bitch seat, I'm cool with being it's in my the bitch seat for this. It's my life, bro. That's, that's where I, that's where I live. I'll take the team. That's my, that's my dwelling. Okay, so we're going to talk about the Bell Witch, which is one of... Okay, so I'm actually proud of this. I didn't even mean to do this. This the is like the first... like. Uh, American, like, really documented, like, uh, ghost and, like, witch paranormal activity kind of thing outside the Salem witch trials were just basically people murdering women for knowing math. 
Uh, <laughs> but this is like this is crazy. We should keep that up, and but then, not only women. We should just murder anybody for knowing that. That's I, I'm down, but we would die. Uh, but I also right. did. I also did H. H. Holmes f- back in October, for and he was like the first urban serial serial killer. So I'm doing a lot of firsts here. I didn't even mean to. Anyway, so the Bell Witch was named after the family that it haunted. Not, you know, its name wasn't something Bell because oh, they never the really the they really never figured out what this is. This is all in Tennessee, and this is one of uh like the oldest folklores in American history, especially in the South. So uh, a little introduction to who the Bell family was. In the early 1800s, John Bell moved his family from North Carolina to Red River uh, in the bottoms of Tennessee, in the bottoms of the valley. It's now known as Adams, Tennessee. He purchased land, and over some years, he eventually ended up acquiring 328 acres of land. Some things happened in North Carolina. There's some things you can look into that, like, why he uh, moved his family to North Carolina. He may have murdered a person. There's not a lot of, like, fact nor fiction behind it. Murdered a person. He, I mean, it's the 1800s. He, he probably killed somebody. Murdering people back then was probably so easy. Dude, I mean, it's, like, especially stuff like this. That's why I love, if like... Only if only. Like like serial killings in like the 1800s and like hauntings in like the 1800s because like it could go both ways it could be a load of shit or like it'd probably be pretty easy to murder somebody in the 1800s i mean i mean i just read a book called the man on the train and it talked about the Velisca i like murder axe murderers and this dude they think killed like 170 people yeah just going town to town 1900s yeah, yeah just going town to town murdering people yep so, that'd be i mean what a, yeah, okay. Yeah, this dude probably killed someone. <laughs> uh, and so Shout they, out they ended up. <laughs> okay, so they end up at Red River, Tennessee. So we're just going to get straight into the haunting. There's so many things to this. I tried to keep it down to the at least the basics. But we're going to start off with the first sighting. John Bell is, in, is inspecting his fields, and he sees... What is known as a chimera, it is the body of a dog and the head of a rabbit, which is basically the exact opposite of me. A chimera. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tiny body and just a huge head. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess a tiny body that was stretched but, out until it'd be like six foot four. Yeah, yeah jackrabbit. Let's go jackrabbit. a big old head. What, what okay, so he, Robinson? I don't know, he pulls out his flintlock pistol which is funny to me because he's got to load that thing for like five minutes but and he shoots it and one and it disappears he never finds it it disappears i don't know if he missed it just it's just gone that's the first sighting of something weird on this farmland uh so next things uh the family starts hearing strange sounds as if someone's beating on their log cabin from the outside. And I guess a little background. There's a history between this man and a 200-pound woman named Kate Batts. Named Gertrude. <laughs> Katie Batts, what a name. Kate, Kate Batts may, may or may not have put a curse on this man to summon said witch 
I mean, there's there's speculation to it, but it, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. This woman put a curse on this man. Can I just ask if the 200 pounds is like, does that come in at somewhere? There is a I'm sure st- it does not. There's this no, I'm not sure it does not. No, it doesn't. There's but there is a story of her coming into a church where a man is confessing his sins. And he's down on like his hands and knees, and he's like basically speaking in tongues and like com- like you know ridding the sin from his body. And she's just like a crazy lady who always showed up late for church, and she sat on his chest. So and the like that's where the two hundred pounds comes in because she's like suffocating this man. <laughs> I'm gonna make a joke about that. Like, I really should have just made the joke, but I didn't think it was real. I was gonna. Did she come and suit on him? No, that's what the joke. No, I was dude, gonna like, make that joke in that tone. That happened. I don't know. I don't think it was John Bell. I don't know, but that there's a story in that. It's very weird. Uh but yeah, that's where the 200 pounds comes in. Okay. Also, someone Side in note. the early 1800s being 200 pounds, especially woman, that's wild. Like royalty. royalty. Yeah, dude. She's, <laughs> yeah, she's got to be rich, bro. Or she's just eating a lot of hard tack. Okay. Side note. Do you believe in curses? Do you believe that somebody can curse you? Oh, yeah. If they know how. You have to know how. No. I was going to say no, too. There's, yeah, you got to know how. There's so you believe in magic, then? 100%. Vampires, mat, anything but zombies. Zombies are fake. So b- werewolves. Yeah, draw the line. And, uh, yep. Would you rather be a zo- or sorry, a werewolf or a vampire? Werewolf. I'd agree. I don't know. I don't want to live forever. It's yeah. Like one of those vampires that like you get turned when you're like eleven years old. Instead of years old. Yeah, <laughs> you're always your eleven. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll answer that later. We get sidetracked. There's a lot to this. Well, I mean, I'm basically a werewolf, but I'm bald, so like I just have all the rest of the yeah, hair. You do have the, and then the, and then the full moon thing. Yeah. 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 Like you're a weird guy. On my full, wait. <laughs> no. Wait. <clears throat> <laughs> all right. So strange. What was that, the strange sounds of people beating outside their log cabin. Beating they, what? Beating the outside of the wall. So <laughs> beating, beating the law. God cabin. damn it! Let me get through this. <laughs> so, so that every time they run out and they try to catch who it is, they think it's this woman's slaves that she's sending over to mess with them. That's what they think, but they keep going outside and there's nobody there beating on the walls. And then, more like more things beating start progressing. Is, pretty weird. is it a tree branch? Uh. <laughs> callback that was a, that was a solid callback all right the strange sounds start progressively increasing in frequency and force until to the point where covers started being pulled off people when they were sleeping uh there was like sounds where it sounded like rats were like chewing on bedposts but then they'd like look around for rats and stuff there weren't any rats were there any marks on the bedpost no nor marks on the bedpost. That's a very good point. Hallucination. So this man has six kids. He has six kids. (laughs) One named (laughs) Betsy Bell. uh, Basically, it seemed like... What an 1800s name. (laughs) Dude, Betsy Bell is a cute-ass name. Let's be real. That's, I mean... Betsy Bell. Elizabeth Bell. You want to go to the ball with me? That's a, this is in the South. This is in Tennessee. Hey, Tennessee, you want to go to the mall with 
better. That's way uh, better. Okay, so this okay. Wait till you hear what happens to this little girl because you might not be joking. About. Wait, how old is she? Uh, at this point, she's like eleven. But oh, then, I we were oh, talking. it gets worse throughout her life because it's the eighteen hundreds and she's a girl that's just hitting her period. I mean, uh, Betsy Bell got the worst of it of this poltergeist or whatever the hell it was. The spirit would slap her. And pull her hair to the point where it's leaving welts and handprints all over her eleven-year-old, this eleven-year-old child. And the more she, the more she struggled when it happened, the harder it would hit. Sounds like an abusive father to yeah, me. It sounds like a great cover-up. That's the first thing I thought. Does she have an uncle that lives with them. How far away is her uncle? No, but there are a lot of people coming in and out of this house. Maybe there's just maybe the guy dad's just hiring people to beat his daughter. <laughs> ten bucks, ten bucks. Just punch the shit out of my daughter. Well, kids make up crazy shit. Okay. So like, <laughs> okay. And then it starts getting. I mean, that's that's a little later on where it starts getting physical. But after the uh, covers are being pulled and stuff like that, the family starts hearing a voice. Faintly singing hymns, which also eventually increased in frequency and force to where they could clearly hear a voice singing hymns and quoting scripture while they're just sitting around their house. It's like they have a surround sound speaker of this just this woman. That's why you don't believe in God. <laughs> just don't do it. That this stuff won't happen. <laughs> just uh, Jesus Christ. See, I don't even know. I think I think that even don't believe in the devil. <laughs> even if you don't believe in God, but you believe in extra, like even like if you just, I mean, if you have the straightest worldview ever, and you don't think that anything crazy ever happens, right? Like you don't believe in aliens, you don't believe in like multiverse or anything. Like you don't believe in like spirits or anything. You're an like, accountant. Okay. <laughs> True. I think that's the best bit of you're an accountant. Screw all our accountant listeners. <laughs> you're boring. You know it. You know you're boring. <laughs> and if if you believe in any of the things that we just listed, you shouldn't be an accountant. <laughs> you just don't. <laughs> we have enough of those. All right, we're gonna keep <laughs> going here. So John Bell swore his family to secrecy from all these things. I'm missing one thing. The kids went out into the woods one day, and they see this green thing. Hanging from a tree off in the distance. Step, bro, I'm stuck. They find a woman hanging from a tree in a green dress, but it's obviously fresh because she still has tears running down her cheeks. Obviously, these young kids are freaked out, so they run away, and then they look back. It's just gone. The woman is just gone. So... A couple things have happened now. Now they're hearing voices. There's banging on the walls outside. John Bell swears his family to secrecy. Don't tell anybody about this because we're everyone's gonna think we're crazy. We're a freak family, you know. Whatever it is, we're just in town from North Carolina, like just fit in kind of thing. So uh, until. John's neighbor, also a reverend, Reverend James Johnston, no relation. Uh, <laughs> stayed one night, and he too got his covers torn off. His wife got slapped seven times specifically, uh, and then he got slapped until until he stood up and he screamed like, "Get out of here!" Like, 
you're the devil, whatever, blah, blah, blah. The power of Christ compel you. Yeah, something like that. And then the show was over for at least the night, but he believed. And from this moment on, they all realized that there was not, not they all realized clearly the Bell family knew something was going on, but now the, the town was aware that there was something there. And word spread very quickly about the Bell witch. Which was again believed to be set on by Kate Bats. Which I, I know a Kate who's a witch. <laughs> Eventually Yikes. the entity's voice grew to the point where the where like the family could hear the voice perfectly. Like I said, not just the hymns anymore. It's quoting scripture. It's carrying out intelligent conversation. <laughs> it's singing Josh Groban. <laughs> you raise me up. Uh, and once it quoted, I don't know how they know this, but it was, it, this is all coming from the website of thebellwitch.com. Oh, very I think they run like the museum source. that you know. I, I'm obviously gonna believe everything that comes from this. Well, uh, they got the dot com. So I mean, they yeah, got, they got the whole. I'm trying to walk. Oh, like hold on, it's dot org. It's a dot org. I'm really Time trying out. to find the sleepwalking video so you guys, so I can like make a point, but it's taking. Like, I don't know if I. Yeah, this is uh, it's great radio. Uh, <laughs> this girl literally goes to her fridge, takes all of her cans out of her fridge, goes and throws them in the snow while she's sleepwalking. After, after she's done, she turns back and goes, yeah, and this dude walks by while she's doing it, and this is all like on camera, smooth enough, uh, this is all on camera, this dude literally looks at her while she's doing it, and she has like, you know when you take your shirt and you like fold something into it? Yeah. She has like 12 sodas in her shirt, and she's just taking them and yeah. throwing them into the snow. She's getting cold. While what? she's sleepwalking. We're from Iowa. We call yeah. them pops. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She's putting. She's getting them cold. You ever, you ever put a beer in a on a table that you know just snowed four inches last night? What I want to say is she's doing deck. this while sleepwalking. She did all of this while sleepwalking. You don't think that it's possible that somebody just sleepwalking, yeah, that, walking around, taking off people's covers? They woke up and there was nobody there. The, the people who are the yeah, covers. covers I mean, Dude, this is there's, easily There's explained. invisible things slapping them in the face, Luke. They didn't have lights in the 1800s. They probably just crouched down and they couldn't see anybody. Uh, Get fucked, uh, Drew. Invisible slaps in the face. Okay. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna re- eat your words here in a second. Okay. Once this okay. entity quoted two separate sermons that were preached at the same time, 13 miles apart, and it becomes. A constant theme that this entity does not just live within, you know, this this family's acreage or just within these walls. It can travel across the country. It travels, it travels to New Orleans. It travels to New Orleans at one point. It follows this entire family I don't around. Him. New Orleans is great. It's just, it went Pretty to Mardi Gras. Lit. It went to Mardi Gras. Actually, later, it, some titties. I don't have it in here, but it does get drunk. With its friends that it just brings along. I don't have that in here. That's something you can figure out yourself. Okay, so word spread about the entity. No, no, we're skipping that. 
my notes are out of order. Okay, so I'm just going to talk about kind of some of the weird shit that happened while this... So, word spread, and people come across, like, state lines, countries... Not countries. Actually, no, countries. State lines and counties and countries and shit like that. And I'm just going to go into what... Where is it? Okay. So, first off, Betsy, the daughter, it basically focuses on Betsy and John, daughter and father. And she starts suffering from possessions, but also, if you look into it, it kind of just sounds like she has seizures. So, there's that. Uh, and it, It's just always constantly tormenting Betsy, and then she... Uh, falls in love with this guy named Joshua. Can't remember his last There's name right now. There, love. Yeah, uh, but also, <laughs> uh, her again. She's twelve. Well, now she's thirteen. And this Wait, this, what? this Wait. boy is eighteen. And she well, she's old enough to get married now. No, 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 no. no. It gets oh, yeah, it gets yeah. worse than the eighteen year old. This boy's eighteen. And they're neighbors. So this is a little more like okay for the time. Uh, well, what I'm about to say is even. More okay for the time. Her school teacher, who is 31 years old, has been also courting her and saying for the past, like, three... She's 12. Yeah, no, 13. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, two, yeah, two... Or, yeah. For the past two or three years, her school teacher Yikes. has been being like, oh, once you're of age, I would love to marry you. He's 31 years old. Uh, he's a professor who also had a uh, secret wife in Nashville, so he's just a pedophile. Could make a joke about our high school and not go into it. Oh, <laughs> I think you did. I think you did. Okay. Anyway, the, this entity started. Uh, she knew. That was great. She I knew that it. Betsy was in love with Joshua, but not in love with Richard Powell. Was the thirty-one-year-old teacher's name professor technically? Uh. So the entity started, like, fucking with Joshua and then trying to put, like, thoughts into Betsy's head of, like, you no, you should marry Richard. He's whatever. Because the entity knew that Betsy would be unhappy with Richard and she's actually in love with Josh. So this entity was just basically trying to ruin Betsy's life, like, emotionally and physically, like, beat the shit out of her and then also try to make her marry the wrong man. Okay, and so this, this is also like this is an invisible voice. I want to okay. stress that. <laughs> the second part just sounds like schizophrenia because that's like, like. But she's not the only one that heard it. She's not the only one that like experienced it. Their whole family experienced it. Wait, is it you... schizophrenia genetic? It could be madness for two, but I guess it'd be madness for family, at the because th- that happens. But again, eighteen hundreds is. Can you say which one was which, like Richard versus the other guy? Who was Richard the is 31. Okay, he's the teacher. Joshua is 18, yeah. Yeah. Both gross. I mean, imagine an 18-year-old dating a 13-year-old. That's disgusting. 31 dating a 13-year-old, also disgusting. Definitely more, more disgusting. Fine, yeah, no, but that's just that's just the time we got. I mean, yeah. What, yeah. Being a woman before, oh, yeah, before, I don't know. Uh yeah, the not too long ago sounds terrible because thirteen marrying a thirty-one year old that's uh gross. Like that's just gross. There's really no other way to put that. It's like a horrific power yeah. dynamic. Like, though. can you imagine? 
I wouldn't want to be 13 date like marrying a 31 year old woman. It's gross. I don't know. I probably would have been fine with it. <laughs> been, would have been I was down. a horny bastard. That's that true. Had, yeah. Um, like. All right, we're getting way. We're getting completely. This is supposed to be like a scary, like October thirty kind of thing, and we're just. You know what? There's nothing more scary than teenage hormones, Drew. No, you know it's more scary being a tall teenage girl. You watch Tall Girl, bro. You seen Tall Girl? That's like the worst thing that could happen to you is being a tall fourteen-year-old girl. My mom lived that. <laughs> I don't even want to hear. Don't it. joke about that. It's <laughs> <a> pony. <laughs> Anyway, so one day, I can't remember if it was Joshua or Richard was there in the house. One of them was, they're trying to get in with this 13-year-old girl, which is just lovely. Uh, but they hear a blood-curling scream from her room, and they go in there, and her hand, like her, she's got her, like, elbows, like her face buried into both of her elbows, trying to protect her face from getting slapped. And uh, all of a sudden, they watched it, her right arm like flings out and then her head snaps to the left and there's an audible slap sound like this it pimp slapped her what imagine watching that is this the invisible man or, I, I, I think it's pretty important to distinguish this is magic this, if this is the 18 or 31 year old they're just watching they're not i i don't know who's there one of them comes to her rescue along with the mother. Oh, I can't remember her name. It's like Susan or something. Did the mother watch this happen yeah. too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, if, if, if it's only one person watching this happen, no. it's probably the person. Multiple people witness, like, this whole family witnessed this all the time. Uh, It becomes, like, a daily thing for them. Can you imagine, like, just, a, just an invisible voice just, like, tormenting you all the time, like, fucking with you and shit? Yeah. Okay, so uh, <laughs> other yeah, I have it all the time. <laughs> Yikes! Okay, I bet I do. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's my own voice, Trent. Okay, so there's I there's other shit. And it's really fucking <laughs> annoying. There's other shit that happens. Like, uh, so there's this guy. His name is Frank. I cannot remember his last name. He he basically is like, oh, if this he's a town's member, he's like, oh, if this entity can hit. I can hit it back. And this guy's like six foot something, very big for the 1800s, thinks he's big old tough guy. So he goes to the house, and it's in like very secluded in the middle of nowhere, so everyone that comes has to stay the night. Like You just you can't make that trip and then make the trip back to anywhere. Uh, so, oh, I forgot. Uh, Josh and Betsy get engaged, and basically the torment from this witch or entity or whatever makes her break it off. And then I don't know what happens to her after that. I think she just lives a sad, lonely life. Uh, back to Frank, the guy who's trying to fight the ghost. He tries to fight it once and basically it keeps slapping him around. And then every time like, you know, it slaps him from over here, he jumps that way and like tries to fight it. And then it slaps him over here and jumps that way. And he tries to fight it. And this dude's just like, like missing when he tries to hit. So he falls to the ground. And he's like breaking furniture and like, this you know this old 1800s wooden furniture and then he has himself an idea and he comes back another time and he's like oh, i'm gonna bring some flour because i throw powder on it where it slaps me it'll show itself and i can hit it <laughs> that doesn't work at all like <laughs> i mean at all 
And he does the same thing. Basically, I don't, I'm pretty sure they didn't couldn't afford more furniture and stuff like that because the place is cursed. His crop actually never really turned up very well. And he never charged people. Like, a lot of people came in, and he never charged people for, like, staying the night. He gave them food, and he gave them, like, shelter, and just never never charged a single person when he could have made a lot of money off of this. Fucking idiot didn't understand capitalism. The 1800s, 80s don't understand capitalism. Okay, so we had James Johnston, the reverend, try to come in and, you know, get rid of the ghost. And then the guy that tried to fight it, and they have a detective come in, and yeah. he basically is like just a non-believer at all. And there's like, uh, there's not a lot of what happened, but he basically gets the fucking shit scared out of him. This ghost is like, so people kept coming in, like staying the night. They heard about it. They want to see it. Whatever. Believers would get like entertainment, like a show. Yeah. Sometimes it would, you know, fuck with them and like slap them around, but it would like. Put on a show for believers, but skeptics coming in to stay the night would get their fucking asses kicked. Like, like covers slapped around, things flying through the air, messing with them. Is it like what? What is this? Like, what does it want? You know what I mean? It has a personality. I've never heard of a like a ghost or an entity or a demon. I mean, I'm not like super into it. I haven't heard every goddamn ghost story, but like that's insane. Okay, here's here's one of my the one of the stories. I guess no, I was prefacing this one. Reverend James Gunn. Uh, so he was called Sugar Mouth by this entity. The entity called him Sugar Mouth because it liked him. Because he was like, I don't know. It, anyway, obviously people always asked. He gave some fire blowjobs. <laughs> exactly. What, we, all, we all thought it. Guy gives killer head. Uh, he gives ghost head. Uh, so he, Watermelon like sugar. many people, asked the question, like, what are you? And usually the entity's answer was like, you know, I'm... What do you what do you think I am? What like I am anal. All right, that was uh, we all know that's so our demon inside. Reverend James Gunn asked finally asked the question like uh you or they didn't ask the question, he was like, You don't know what you are, that's why you always do this or whatever. And then she explains what she is, and she explains that she is a witch summoned by Kate Bats. No, no, no. That was that's later. She does explain that later. I just spoiled it. But this is the time where she. Ex, uh, I don't even want to listen she, anymore. <laughs> you spoiled it. I already said that. I think uh, she explains that she was living and she buried a bunch of gold, like not far from this, like land or whatever. But she like made very specific specifications about who could go, which was one of the Bell kids, and his name was Drury. And I fucking loathe that name. Oh my god, I'm so glad my parents didn't name me Drury. I was gonna say, how many aunts called you Drury growing up? Oh no, there's there's way better Drew nicknames for me, like Droodles. My, one of my aunts calls me Droodles, which is a great Dumbass. name. It's like one of my cousins called me Nicholas Pickles growing up. <laughs> That's uh, I have 
I have way worse ones. I was mostly called scoots. Not lukers. <laughs> lukers? Yeah. That's not even good. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> anyway, so James Gunn fi- finally asked. What a fucking stupid childhood nickname, you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> James Gunn finally asked, or says, like, you don't know what you are, that you're a coward, basically. And so it tells him that it's got gold buried, and they make these people go and find this gold. And it was fucking with them. And now, like, when people come in, like, the believers come in, when I say that it was entertaining them, it would love to tell the story of how it got these three dumbasses to go lift this giant boulder in a creek bed and then dig a huge hole looking for gold like a bunch of idiots. Like, it, it had a stand-up act. <laughs> guess this is all the like document i you look like you're looking at me like i'm crazy no i'm, I'm this thinking, is what i'm thinking more is that really that impressive like if you're if if you have believers there i mean what's more impressive is that you're a fucking ghost and you can talk to people bibliography cite your sources please that was what I was trying to go with, where I was trying to go uh, with that. I, I went to bellwitch.org, bro. <laughs> I can't pronounce bibliography, apparently. <laughs> okay. So, moving past that, uh, there was there's one sort of when I said across country lines. There's an Englishman that came to the U.S., and it knew about the Bell House, or, like, heard, you know, the local stories and whatever, and want, and he wanted to go. But he made the mistake of saying that he missed his family within the walls and, like, where the entity was able to hear him kind of thing. This entity somehow mimicked his parents' voice perfectly to the to the point where he, like, up and left in the middle of the night. You could say that's, like, a dream or something like that. But why would he have that dream in the house? At the very least, it's like there's See, something there that the gets him. Where it's like so many things that are happening that once you get to like this place that you know that crazy shit happens, that your brain will start to fuck with you. Now I'm not like I'm not trying to like discount anything. I'm just trying to say like I I I feel like there is a level of like some of these people just straight up like their brains are fucking with. Maybe uh, that's what's fun about the 1800s. I'm not. I'm not discrediting you, but we'll get into it at the end. Okay. So, what maybe kind of want to really get to do this is because uh, something happened this week that kind of relates. Wandavision. Nope. Uh, a president of the United States had an encounter with this entity, which. I'm gonna I'm gonna just preface it. This entity is one of the few entities or something like the paranormal activities in U.S. history that is actually like people believe it actually killed physically killed somebody, and it should have physically killed this person because the president was Andrew Jackson. Saved it before he was a president. He was Major General Andrew Jackson, but it would have saved a lot of people a lot of trouble. If it would have just murdered this piece of shit. But Andrew Jackson comes to visit the Bell. I almost said plantation. Well, they do own slaves, so plantation. 
Uh, so Jackson hears about it. He comes and visits. That's what they thought. They thought it was Kate Bats. Are you even listening? They thought it was Kate Bats slaves playing pranks on him. They thought that? slaves are allowed to play pranks. Wait, is Kate Bats a slave? No, Kate Bats is, uh, like his enemy. I explained this. No, you this said person that does not like Kate Bats, the two hundred pound woman. I thought it was his ex girlfriend. No, it's just a. It's she owns slaves. Is what you're saying. They all own slaves. It's the okay. 1800s. <laughs> that had nothing to do with it. It had been a while since like you explained Kate Bats, so it wasn't I'm gonna sure. I'm going to be honest. I don't even think you added that in at all. I, don't, I didn't even know that slaves were a part of this whatsoever. I did. I, no, I definitely mentioned that. Oh. <laughs> what are you going to do? Okay. So Andrew Jackson comes to visit, and he's got his whole posse. He's Major General Andrew Jackson at this point. And as soon as they get on the property, his wagon gets stuck. And they immediately think, like, oh, it's just the mud, whatever, and the horses can't pull it out. But as soon as he, is, as soon as he exclaims that, oh, it's the witch's fault, she's doing this, they hear the voice of, like, basically she says, yeah, you can go on to the property. Basically, like, oh, you figured it out. I'm real. Now you can go on to said property. But she's basically like, I'll be seeing you later. I'll be seeing you later this evening. <laughs> and so then it gets unstuck and the horses are able to pull it out of whatever they're in. It's probably just regular dirt, but like she locked up everything. So one of so they set up their tents, Jackson's telling war stories, yada yada yada. One of the one of his men claims that he is a witch tamer. And he's got a silver bullet. And <laughs> And this silver bullet—that's that's why that's why the witch hasn't been around since that first, you know, encounter. But silver bu- silver bullets were uh, werewolves. Yeah, no, and vampires and witches. Also, like, what a apparently, thing to claim that you're a yeah. Witch yeah. Well, again, eighteen hundreds. I you can claim fucking anything. <laughs> I have. H H Holmes can attest to this. Yes, exactly. You just do whatever the hell you want. So. As soon as he's like, oh, she's scared. She knows I have a silver bullet, whatever. He's standing near the front door of the cabin, like, on the inside. Did he die? This entity, his body starts contorting and, like, like getting all fucked up. This entity basically starts kicking his ass. Did he like, die? pulling him different ways, slapping him around, and then the last thing he hurt, or, like, he felt was literally a kick in the ass and he flew out the front door. Like jazz and his dance, you guys. Like no. He's an interpreted (laughs) it's interpreted. Like he was jazz and fresh Prince of Bel Air. Just right out the front door. I wanna make it Which also which also happened any of this. I'm just like trying to make jokes about it. Like I this is creepy as fuck and like uh we're drunk. Yeah, we're here to make jokes. Yeah. No, I. Yeah. Uh, which also happened to Frank. You're pointing. You're pointing. Luke's pointing Wee. at something. Oh. Uh, when the Frank guy who tried to fight the ghost, same thing happened to him. He got a, 
he got kicked in the ass and called an idiot by the ghost. So, it, I mean, literally don't let the door hit you on the way. Let the door hit you in the ass on the way out is how this ghost plays things. Dude, do you think the ghost would, like, team up with you? Like, yo, hey. It, it likes Sugar Mouth, bro. It like James Gunn. So what we could do. It loved the Guardians of the Galaxy, really. Here's the way I would play it. It's like, yo, you want to fuck with somebody? Like, let's get this guy. And let's pretend that I'm the one doing this shit. And then, like, I'll just point at somebody and you do something crazy. People, there have been questions erased and all debunked. Like, people thought it was, you know, slaves with, like, fish hooks on the covers and, like, slaves knocking on the outside. Like, no, from Kate Bats, all debunked. I tried to, like, work with the witch to be, like, like be Doctor Strange, but just... But it was summoned to torture the family. I think we need to call Mr. Yank. I don't know who that is. Scooby-Doo, Mr. Yank. You got me there. Yeah, no, why, do, why wouldn't we just call... Scooby why would we just call? Yeah, why would we just call them? Why would we just call the gang to That's solve the mystery? What their business is called is Mystery Inc. Mystery Inc. Mister Inc. It's Mister Yank. I heard Mister Yank. Mystery Yank. We're gonna listen back to that. He said Mister Yank. Mystery Yank. Mystery. Inc. In, as in Inc. incorporated. That was mystery incor. Okay, that I'm was amazing. So glad that that was amazing. We're gonna just move on from that. That was great. Uh, okay, so obviously after this whole situation, Andrew Jackson's like posse and all of them are like begging to get off the property. They don't want to be there anymore. They just got saw one of their buddies literally gets ass kicked by an invisible fucking Mike Tyson, and then. Thrown, Mike Dixon, and then thrown out. Uh, but Jackson's, but the entity claimed it was going to expose another fraud within his like clan or his posse or whatever, with a K. Uh, and then so Jackson wanted to stay, so they stayed the night. They stayed the night, and no, like nobody knows what happened except for Andrew Jackson and his crew that night, but they left in the middle of the night and were seen at the closest town, which was decent ways away very early in the morning. So somebody was exposed and I'm guessing it was Andrew Jackson. Um, But this entity was also racist because it treated the slaves on this property. Like I'm bouncing around. There's a lot to this. Like, I I really tried to dumb it down, but I read and heard a lot. It was a slave. It did not like the slaves, basically, and would like. Well, it wouldn't be on Andrew Jackson's side. I I don't know. I, I was thinking of Thomas Jefferson. Isn't Andrew Jackson like an open racist? Yeah, Andrew like, Jackson's the one that like killed a lot of Native Americans. Yeah. Which, yeah, this again, this entity would have saved us a lot of trouble. Well, if it's I don't racist know. as well, it's on Andrew Jackson's side. <laughs> Andrew Jackson died. I'm sure another racist. Yeah, it, yeah, it probably would have happened anyway. But yeah, you're right. You never know. They were all racist back then, and they still are. 2016. <laughs> all right, that got real. All right, so we're gonna finish this oh, off. Man. So. So, 
this entity was after John Bell the whole time. Again, it is believed that Kate Batts summoned this entity. And why did she do it again? Because she's enemies of John Bell. I don't fully like remember the backstory of that. Scorned lover, obviously. Yeah, she was. She was. True. She was claimed to be a witch basically throughout this whole thing, but they called it the Bell Witch, and then at a certain point they called it the Kate Bats Witch because she because the entity or witch or whatever claimed that Kate Bell, not Kate Bell, Kate Bats summoned it. I'm sorry, they just have terrible branding back then. Katie Bats sounds so much better. Kate. Kate Bats. Katie Bats. I don't know. Katie Bats. I I mean. Kate Bats. I already already gave my opinion on Kate's. Uh, Yikes. Yikes. All right. So, after this entity ruined the engagement of Joshua and Betsy Bell, it set its sights on John Bell physically. And basically his health went way south. His He would get like uh, this intense jaw pain and his tongue would stiffen up to the point where it couldn't move. Yep, been there. And then he grew a fungus at the back of his tongue, which would like suffocate him basically like he couldn't breathe. I'm also a fungi. Yeah. I'm <laughs> also <laughs> I fucking hate you. That was oh my god. Dude, Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Okay, so it turned its sights between the years of eighteen nineteen and eighteen twenty to John Bell. Oh my god. Who who saw the first sighting so you could say that it was after John Bell along. It was just having fun with uh Betsy Bell's you know, life fucking it up. Or maybe she was just like a beatable... Ch- maybe she's a redheaded stepchild. They just, and the ghost just beat it like Whoa. a redheaded stepchild. Hey, nothing wrong with redheads. I just, My whole family has a lot of redheads. So, okay, is this ghost just hate anything that's not like... Is this ghost Hitler? Yeah. Blonde, this blue This is 1820, <laughs> so it's not. This Definitely is, not Hitler. No, this is what became Hitler. Could have so possessed this is Hitler. like this is like soul. But what happened was, it was <laughs> no. Keep going. Yeah, no. So <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Now hear me out. Okay. So what? <laughs> Disney does hate the Jews, Luke. Yes, they do. <laughs> okay, hold on. The theory. Wait. A Wait. <laughs> the theory is there now. <laughs> You can't just say that. I mean, Walt Disney was openly anti-Semitic. You can't just say Disney. Look, this is in Tennessee in the early 1800s. I don't think this I became was Hitler. I a joke because you said it hates redheads and black people. I never... <laughs> Alright, that's, that's, that's a fair statement. But she beat... I was six. she beat Betsy Bell. Like a redheaded stepchild. That's just that's just a saying. Oh, I you never thought, heard I of beat something like a redheaded stepchild. I've never heard that saying. Yeah. And I thought I thought you just meant that like this ghost was beating the shit out of redheads and black people. No, nope. I was just using the euphemism and <laughs> not euphemism. <laughs> yeah, 
the saying. This podcast of, has gone off. This the is absolute. way off the rails. Way the fuck off the rails. This is supposed to be creepy. Uh, okay. Anyway, so basically, John Bell is confined to his home because he's so sick. But the entity is still fucking with him. It's taking his sh- like it's. He's trying to put his shoes on so he can get up and walk around, like and you know move instead of lay in bed all day. And it knocks his shoes aside, like where he, to the point where he could just never put on shoes. Like they lived with this daily for like three years. I would, I'd put a bullet in my head to be honest with you. Uh, then it starts. I mean, it's it's still slapping him around. It's fucking like. Screaming, doing like voices, singing hymns, all that stuff to absolutely annoy him. You can tell by the way I use my. Yes, that <laughs> it, is it's from nonstop John Bee Gees. Three sixteen. It's not. It's just it's just singing nonstop Bee Gees. Uh, then John. So he dies in his sleep, but a vial of some black liquid was found at his bedside table. The cat's dead too, so apparently. You're dead. Yeah, apparently. John gave his cat a drop of this poison, and cat took it. It jumped in the air, did like a 180, and was dead before it hit the ground. So, John also took said same poison, and the entity basically like said that it made john take the poison and it gave john the poison which i don't know how this again which so it could be magic and it just like pulled out of thin air or they just had poison on hand in 1820 i don't know this dude like was made to take poison from this ghost entity demon which whatever it is and the ghost kind of sticks around for uh, this is 1820 when John died. It sticks around for seven, eight years, but it becomes like a. I guess kind of before that it did it, but it, in the end it just becomes like a neighborhood gossip, like telling everyone about everyone else's business. And it could jump. I mean, it jumped from house to house. It brought buddies in that they would get drunk. It would get drunk with, because the only time it got drunk was when like alcohol was in the Bell's house. It's a fucking cr- like I'm not even really doing it justice. I know I'm bouncing around a lot. But I'll be honest, this straight up sounds like a fucking time traveler fucking with It's like, nuts. Like, and I'm not like I'm not trying. That, it could like, be that's that's, that's honestly a solid theory. That's literally what it sounds like. Like, if if you gave a time traveler the ability to go back in time to like really fuck with somebody, this is what it sounds like. What happened? I wouldn't slap the shit out of a 12-year-old, but, like, maybe someone in the year 3000 thinks that shit's hilarious. A sadistic time traveler. I mean, no, I... Would you really not slap the shit out of a 12-year-old, Drew? My own t- son, I'm daughter, 12-year-old, I slapped the shit out of, not somebody else's. What if it's, like, I your... Well, maybe were, Luke's or yours. I thought you were on record of, like, being, like, fighting children would be hilarious. No, children fighting each other. Yeah, I would no. I would so support a league where twelve year olds like like blood sport twelve year olds. Yeah, great, 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 great granddaughter or some shit like that. I mean, it's in the family. Jesus Christ! 
<laughs> it's in the family. She's got some of my blood. I slapped the shit out of you. Got some of my blood in you. That's fine. I think the, I think in the eyes of the law, that's cool. <laughs> anyway, so this entity sticks around for seven, eight years. Becomes kind of like a gossip. Well, it already was. But, and then it leaves. And it promises to come back in, what, what would that be? So 1828. It promises to come back in like 1935. So 107 years. And it says in 107 years, it's coming back and it's going to haunt John Bell's closest living relative. Which was this doctor who like wrote a book about it. And there's nothing documented in said book, as far as I read, that it did come back. But there's also nothing that said it didn't. And that it doesn't, like, that the family still has, still believes that it haunts their entire family. There's an A&E, over, uh, like, series over the past, like, few years of one of the descendants trying to rid the curse. Western I am when you said A and E I thought you meant like Anderson and Eric's with like the yeah. party dip stuff. Yeah. Oh, I did Anderson Erickson party dip blood. is maybe the best chip fucking dip there is. It's not a Midwestern thing. That's just you have fucking good taste. Okay, this is completely separate. Yeah. Do you think the Minters were haunted? Dude, from what he told me, like this is. No, wait, do you not remember those? No, I know. I never had an experience. No, we definitely had an experience. You were there. It was the only major Michael. experience I had was a wet dream about his mom. No. <laughs> the story I want to share seems so much worse now. Okay, but basically, Drew, Michael, and I were hanging out, and we went into the basement, and like I dropped my coat down, whatever, and then... Like, this was, like, way after Michael had told us that his mom was haunted. And then, not haunted, but, like, she had had, like, uh, supernatural experiences her whole life. Her, and her family had her family some had. stories that scared the shit out of me. So, I throw my coat on, like, the far couch that's on the far wall that's not even close to the stairs. And then we go upstairs... And then we decide we're going to leave while we're upstairs. And then I go back downstairs, and my coat is folded at the bottom of the steps for me. I don't remember that at all. That sounds like we just got high. We didn't smoke. Michael, we didn't Uh, smoke. Yeah, we really didn't smoke. Yeah. We also didn't drink that much. We only drank when it was late at night. That's a very basic thing, though. You know a folded what I mean? jacket at the bottom of the stairs. I know. Oh, I understand. None of. Yeah, I mean, a couple of fucking high school freshmen probably at the time would not have. You know, I wouldn't have seen your jacket. Be like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna fold this up to look real nice at the bottom of the stairs, so he doesn't, no, no, so it he was, doesn't forget no, it. Was, it was. <laughs> ah, nope. No, there's yeah, no I don't way think Michael was, would do that. It was us three. It was literally you, me, and no, Michael. No, that's what I'm saying. That's like. And and what Susie told us, and I don't remember. You, I don't know if Susie ever had this like talk with you, but Susie was no. always like. If they, if like, if you, it got weird after the wet dream. No, okay. Well, Susie, <laughs> Susie was more of a mom to me than that. <laughs> so, um, you, Nick, you think I'm kidding? There's like a big background to that story. <laughs> anyways, Susie, I had always talked about like her family having uh paranormal like shit happen, and she she always said that like the best thing to do is just like talk to them. 
if you think like weird shit is happening, oh. like audibly out loud, like say shit. So what I did, I remember the story too. I walked too, downstairs with the folded jacket. I just said thank you and I picked it up and I walked away. And I was, and then I told you and Michael mm. and every I told you Michael and Susie about it. Yeah, I forgot that. that it didn't happen to me, so it wasn't you know that's probably why I forgot it. But I do remember the story where his aunt like walked down to the basement in like their old the house doll head or whatever. Shit? No, no, no. It was like when they were. Like teenagers, or maybe like they're visiting like their parents' like old house, maybe in, like their twenties or something like that. But she walked down to the basement to get you know something out of the fridge or whatever yeah, out of the basement, yeah. and she gets to, like the third step from the bottom, and I she she's like me, she looks at her feet when she walks down the stairs, so you don't miss anything. I don't know if that's a normal thing, uh. But she looked up when she was like three steps in the bottom because she knew there's three steps, and there's like a sea of just like shadow people. In the basement. Like, like if you were at a concert, like, shoulder-to-shoulder packed, but she can't see faces, she just make out that it is, like... Silhouettes. Yeah, like, it's silhouettes of shadows. And basically, she, like, was, like, if you're not, uh, like, sent from God, or, like, something, something religious, and then they were just, like, gone. If you're not supposed to be here, you need to leave Yeah, now. yeah, that's exactly... If you're not supposed to be here, you, sh- you should leave now, and then, like, they're just gone couple months ago and in a uh, hotel room oh. I was there for work i woke up in the middle of the night there's a shadow man standing in the corner and then he was right next to my bed and then he reached i i was like couldn't move i don't know what was going on oh move. yeah he oh. reached his fingers down like my mouth was open he reached his fingers down into my mouth i could feel it on my teeth are you I, sh- and then yeah. Are you sure you weren't on grinder? <laughs> <laughs> Nixon so Nixon of grinder on his fucking <laughs> his he business also, trips. He was, strang- <laughs> he was also strangling me, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm into it, so <laughs> he left as soon as he realized I was into it. <laughs> oh, I've had some, That's I've, fucking terrifying though. I've had some really weird dreams about the devil and shit. <laughs> Glad you specified. Devil and shit. Oh the devil no, and I, shit. Never mind. It, yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. I I guess I don't have any devil dream stories. What a fucking weekend. What a yeah, what a what, what an off the rails podcast this story. ended up becoming. This is fun. This is fun. Witches the whole time, but also yeah, it got weird. All right. Well, if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to give us a follow on Spotify. Make sure to follow Drew and I on Twitter at Luke underscore Nicholas and at Drew Grill 38. I forgot your last name just for a second. Make sure to follow uh, Whitaker Nick. At Twitter. Whitaker Nick. Two T's. Yeah, two T's. Uh, Nick and I have a blog now. I think I'm not going to say the website right now because I think we're going to redo the website but we do have a blog now and you can get our movie reviews I might tweet blog about some other stuff but I'm just going to say probably once a week maybe one movie or whatever we're yeah and I, well, I'm at least going to blog books, once a week yeah. TV shows yeah. who knows whatever we're feeling I mean just you're reading it so you're the fucking idiot uh, alright